As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, it's Megan. Welcome back to the show. I'm going to go in a bit of a different direction today for our topic. Usually you hear me talk a lot about client success, retention inside of coaching and education programs, uh, really delivering a stellar, superior client experience for your clients, because that's what we know leads to scale. It's what we know leads to sustainability. And if you ever want to sell your company, then you need to have in incredible retention numbers as well, right? So I'm going to take a little bit of a break from that conversation. And I am going to talk about some mindset stuff today. And we are going to dive into the difference between being an observer versus being someone who is intentional. So I call that observation mode versus intention mode. So something that I have noticed for a really long time working with clients over the last 12 years and still working with clients today. I also do some guest teaching inside of uh, other people's coaching or education-based programs. If it's a business, if they're helping them grow their business, I will do some guest teaching every once in a while and some guest coaching. And I was actually doing some guest teaching and coaching a few days ago with a a group of people that I guess teach in front of every once in a while, a couple of times, once or twice a month and not every single month. And on our most recent call, something that I noticed from all the community members who were asking questions, they were very much coming from a place of reporting the news or just sharing what is. And for a lot of us who were growing businesses in the, you know, earlier days, even beyond the getting started stage, we tend to focus on the fact that we are, or not, well, we focus on like, I'm not as far along as I would wish I were. I thought I would have been further along by now. I thought it was going to happen faster. I'm putting in all this work. I'm putting in all these hours and time and effort, and I'm not seeing the return. I'm not seeing the ROI yet. It feels like what I'm giving, I am not receiving that equal or even higher value, whatever that form is. If it's in the, you know, most people are thinking like, I'd like for that to be in the form of money, right? And it's not that people aren't making anything. It's just this idea that, okay, I'm looking at my bank account and it's not where I want it to be yet. I'm looking at my numbers in terms of clients who are enrolled in my programs. It's not where I want it to be yet. I'm looking at my sales numbers of my course or my program or my mastermind or whatever I'm selling. It's not where I want it to be yet. I'm not clear on this. I'm not clear on that. And we hear a lot of conversation in that category. And the reason why this idea of observation mode versus intention mode is really top of mind for me 
is because I have recently worked with my own mindset coach on this. It was actually recently, a few weeks ago, we were towards the end of our hour-long conversation. And I don't remember exactly what the question was that she asked me. I do remember my response. I don't remember my response word for word. But my response to her question that I don't remember, it was about how I felt like uh, my business partner and I were, we are putting in a lot of effort in, in, and that looks like a lot of different things, a lot of time, tons of commitment, building a lot of relationships, building a lot of the parts and the pieces to our uh, company that we're building together. And I would like to see more of a return and I would like to see it happen faster. And I'm sure I said a few more things that that was the gist of where I was coming from. And so my coach, uh, and I, again, I don't remember word for word what she said. So I'm paraphrasing some of this, but I remember her response to me was around, well, you know, it kind of sounds like you just want me to agree with you. And she is someone who will say, to folks when she's coaching them, when they come to the table and they're they're literally just reporting what is, right? You're just, you're coming to the table and you're reporting what is, you're reporting the news. That's what we call being an observer. So, you know, I'm doing X, Y, and Z and it's not producing A, B, and C, or I am not in the house I would like to be in, or, um, you know, this is happening in my life Therefore, I'm not where I would like to be yet. And obviously, we're probably going into a bit more description about that when we're having a conversation with someone. But it's just a lot of, I'm opening up my eyes and I'm sharing with you what I'm seeing, what the evidence is showing me and what my everyday life looks like. And if I'm coming to a coaching call or to any conversation, and that is the place from which I am speaking from, then more than likely, If I evaluate how a lot of my conversations are going, it is a lot of bringing what is to the table. It's a lot of reporting what is. It's a lot of, well, this is what I'm observing. So this is what I'm going to share with you and what I'm going to say and what I'm going to talk about. Now, where the light bulb really went off for me, after I had that conversation, I began you know, it, and it, it's not like I spent hours or days doing this without doing anything else. I began to evaluate, wow, how much of my life, even from decades ago, how much of my life have I spent being either in conversation with other people where I'm just reporting what is and I'm being the observer of my life, an observer of my circumstances, an observer of the environment around me and speaking from that place how much of my life, how much of my thought life have I spent thinking to myself about what is, about my current circumstance, whether I like it or I don't like it, and how much of my time, effort, energy, thought life, conversations have I spent talking about the past? And when we look at that, And when I looked at that, I was like, wow, I I think I've probably spent probably uh, more. I haven't done the math, but if I had to guess, I have probably spent more of my hours alive 
thinking and or talking about what is or the circumstances around me or this is what's going on or this is what's going on. And because of that, I'm not here. I'm not there. And I could be wrong. Who knows? I could be wrong. I'm There are certainly times in my life where I've been more intentional than I have been observational. I wouldn't be where I am today if all I've done is observe and not be a, an intentional person for sure. So I just thought, wow, if I have gotten as far as I've gotten in 41 years in lots of different categories of my life, probably spending a little bit more time being an observer than being intentional. What if I just increased being intentional by a very small percentage? And what if at least 51% of my thought life and my conversations and the way I'm living is coming from a place of intention and 49% was spent being observer? Even if it was just that minor of a difference, 49% versus 51%, then life would look different. Business would be different. And then you could continue to increase that and decrease the amount that you're being an observer. So I want to share with you what is what has worked for me, what is working for me to find myself and position myself to be more intentional versus observational. So I just have four really simple things here that I'm going to share with you. The first one is getting really clear on the vision. You know, if I, again, if I reflect back on times in my life where I felt like I was repeating the same thing over and over and over again, you know, when you get to the end of a year and it's like, wow, I thought this year was going to be so different, but it ended up being really similar to the previous year. I have certainly had those moments many, many times in my career and in my, my business being in business for the last 12 years. And I think a lot of that was due to not being very clear on the vision. So clarity of vision has really supported me in being less of an observer and being more intentional. Because when we have vision and there's clarity in vision and there is more specificity in vision and there's more detail in vision, and there is a direction towards the vision, then it becomes a lot easier to be intentional in thought, to be intentional in conversation, to be intentional in action, because we know what and where we're moving toward. And I'll back that up with, and this will lead, this will transition us into number two, you've got to have belief behind that. So when I believe that my vision is as good as done, then I am going to be a lot more intentional in my thought, in my behaviors, in my habits, in the way I'm speaking, and in my actions, because I actually believe that it's possible, but beyond believing that it's possible, I believe that it's probable. I believe it's going to happen. So if I believe it's going to happen, it is that much easier for me to be intentional versus being an observer of where I'm not at yet. Okay. Which leads us into number two, and that is creating belief plans for everything. So if you've listened listen to the show long enough, or you, or you do know me, you've probably noticed that I have a business partner. Her name is Nikki. I've had her on the show a couple of times. If you follow us on sh- social media, you know that uh, we joined forces about a year ago. 
And something that we are doing very consistently is creating a belief plan. We will create a belief plan for our week. So we'll do that on Monday. We have a meeting every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in the morning. We will create a belief plan every Monday for the following week. We will create a belief plan for any event that we are attending. Uh, We've got a masterclass coming up in about a week. We created a belief plan for the masterclass. Uh, Any type of activity we are going to be engaging in that is somewhat significant, we will create a belief plan. Um, she and I are are attending, uh, got invited to attend a mastermind dinner with a group of people who were all um, high seven, eight, multiple eight figure business owners and leaders. And many of them have multiple businesses. Um, that's coming up in a couple of weeks. We have a belief plan just for that mastermind dinner. So we're creating belief plans for everything. You can't not be intentional when you're creating a belief plan. So the act and the tool of using the belief plan is helping us stay more in the intentional mode versus being in observation mode. And, you know, belief plans are really simple. I won't map the whole thing out for you. And we kind of adjust how we do our belief plans uh, when we do them sometimes. But we're essentially deciding uh, how do we want to feel at that particular event, uh, what do we want to believe or what do we need to believe to generate the result that we, we desire? Well, we'll actually start out with like, what do we want our outcome to be? What's our desired outcome? We make sure that's measurable, tangible, and specific. And then we'll ask ourselves, what do we need to believe so that, that outcome comes to fruition? How do we need to feel so that that outcome comes into fruition? It's really, really simple. We spend 10 minutes on that together. And then we're off to the races. And sometimes we print it out. Sometimes we write it out. Uh, If one of us writes it, we'll take a picture and send it to the other. Sometimes we print them out if we type them out. So the belief plans are really, really helpful for us to be in intention mode. Number three, it is have a healthy optimism without being delusional. So what I mean by that is kind of what I already said a, a second ago. It's around believing that your vision is is as good as done already. And it is having optimism that it's going to happen. Even when you are not seeing physical results immediately following a particular action or set of actions that you took. And it's not being delusional and thinking, meaning we're very self-aware. So you also want to be very self-aware as you are moving forward, being self-aware in your thoughts, being self-aware in your habits and being self-aware in your actions and not being delusional that, you know, I'm going to take an action today and it's going to produce this, you know, out of this world result tomorrow, right? It may not happen that fast. That may be a little bit delusional um, because sometimes it involves other people or other parties or a number of steps that have to be taken over, you know, a linear timeline. So it's being very optimistic without being delusional. And I'll give another example of what I mean by that. I was I was uh, chatting with a friend and a colleague earlier today while I was leaving her a voice note. And I was sharing about the process that I went through in end of 2020, all of 2021, and then the first part of 2022, where I began the transition from... Uh, a business that was very heavy in launching, 
filling group programs, running group programs, same thing with masterminds. That's what I had done for many, many years. Transitioning out of that and into building an agency and a consultancy with a business partner. And that doesn't happen overnight. And that was not an easy process for me. And it was also not an enjoyable process for me. It was actually really tough. And it there, there were a lot of ups and downs during that time. And there were a lot of low points during that time. And I was sharing with her what's really helped us in the last 12 months in our process of figuring out uh, what's really working, what's going to work for us, and what is creating a more clear pathway for us to build what we're building. And I'm the place from which I'm coming from is that as entrepreneurs, we have a lot of ideas. We have a lot of different business ideas. We have a lot of different offer ideas. We have a lot of ideas around generating income. We have a lot of ideas around building wealth. We have a lot of interests. We have a, we have a lot of skills. We have a lot of things that we want to make an impact on. And we have found that some of these ideas are actually businesses. And it can become very difficult to try to build multiple businesses from the ground up at one time. And that's sort of what we we were kind of like doing without really realizing we were doing that. And we did because we didn't really realize like these are actually separate businesses, not just under one umbrella business. And so when we got very clear that we're building an agency in the category of showing um, rapidly growing coaching and education businesses how to provide a superior client experience so that it results in greater profits, greater sustainability, greater sellability from um, the standpoint of retention and referrals on the back end uh, with your clients, then everything became so much easier. Um, number four is, um, so this is part of, this kind of goes along with number three. So this is a really good transition. Number four is speaking into the future instead of reporting the news. So where I want to pick up here uh, with number three, heading into number four here, is even though we have decided our main focus and our all-in focus is building the agency, we still have a lot of other endeavors that we want to embark upon. We still talk about them. So we may not be building something around it yet. We're building belief around it. We're building vision around it. We're building clarity around it. And we're keeping that vision and that belief alive. But what we're not doing is we're not putting boots on the ground or spending our time, effort, and energy to put the building blocks and the pieces together from you know a marketing, a sales, a delivery, an operations from that perspective. Because if we're trying to do five different things at one time, we're going to dilute everything. We're going to water everything down. We're going to spread ourselves too thin. And more than likely, we're going to confuse the marketplace. And we're not actually going to be able to build anything substantial or impactful because we're focusing on too many things at one time in terms of building it. But it's not like we're not keeping the dream or the vision or the belief around the other things alive. We still are speaking into the future. And that is really important when it comes to being intentional 
versus being observational. So those four, and this is not a complete list, but these are the most prevalent. Number one, clarity on your vision. Number two, create a belief plan for everything. Number three, have a healthy optimism without being delusional. And number four, it's speaking into the future instead of reporting the news, even if you're not building that that certain thing that you're having conversations or thinking about yet, okay? So that's the difference between being an observer and reporting the news because, you know, go back to the beginning of our conversation today when I was having the coaching call with my mindset coach. One of the things I was evaluating is, okay, when I come to a conversation, specifically my coaching sessions, and even when I think back to business coaching sessions, how often am I coming and just talking about what is? Because if I'm talking about what is, and I'm bringing the what what just happened the last week or the last month, and I'm just bringing the past into today's conversation, then I'm just going to create tomorrow the same thing that I created last week and last month. So if I'm constantly bringing last week, yesterday, last month, last quarter, last year into today's conversation, I'm going to repeat the creation of that same thing tomorrow, next week, and next month. So next month, when I get back on a coaching call, I'm going to be equally as frustrated or more frustrated about where I'm at because I just keep bringing the past into the present and into the future versus being intentional. I don't want to bring last week into tomorrow or else I'm producing the same results and I'm creating the same thing all over again. And if I desire to be over there, then I've got to have a very different conversation in my own head and what I'm speaking out loud. And that's really when you step into being more intentional, you are going to create something from a place of intention and you are going to create something new and different into the in the future. So that's really the big difference between being observational and being intentional. Hopefully you hopefully this made sense. I think it did. Hope it did. If you loved this episode, I would so appreciate if you just let me know. Leave us a review. Let us know. Five stars is amazing if you love the show. And the number one best way for us to increase our listenership is directly through you, our listener. So if you got something out of this episode, if you love the show, share it out on your social media platforms. Put it in front of your friends, your colleagues, your uh clients, if they would really benefit from it. However, you heard about the show, share it out with people on that platform. Make sure you tag me at Megan J. Huber, and I'd be happy to share it on my channels as well. So we want to increase our listenership here, and we really rely on you to help us do that because it's it's the number one and pretty much the only way for us to do that. So appreciate you so much, honor you for your time and for listening to the show and being with me every single week. Until next time, remember to design a business and life that is built to last. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. 
Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.